create history with every stride at the LNT Sea Bridge Marathon, a unique opportunity for runners to conquer a course over the sea at the LNT Sea Bridge Marathon, a breathtaking 42-kilometer route on India's longest sea bridge. The Atal Bihari Vajpayee, Siri Nava Sheva Atal Setu, on 18th February, LNT Sea Bridge Marathon, in association with MMRDA and the Times of India, medical partner, Zainova Shalbi Multi-Specialty Hospital, protein partner, Way 91. On Theatre Guild on the air at 9.30 tonight. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Broadcasting Company presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for today is called A Time to Be Born and A Time to Die. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven. Begin, I say. I am born. I am a man. And the world lies before me, before my eyes and under my hands. I am in the midst of life, and yet I am alone. A time to plant. May I come in, please? Thank you. No, I have had no experience. I'm willing to start at the bottom and work up in life. Yes, I have certain ambitions. Yes, I will work hard for whatever you want to pay me. I'll do as you say, and I'll live modestly and save my money, and I'll not waste my time. Nor yours, sir. I'll work and study and try to be useful to you and to me. And you'll find I'm a hard worker and honest and conscientious. And when the time comes, you'll promote me, and you'll find that I'm a very good man to have in your organization, sir. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm not afraid of work. I'm always here on time in the morning. I'm here before 9 o'clock, and you're no better than I am. You see that you're here at 9 o'clock, too, or I'll tell a boss and he'll fire you. I'm not going to let you stand in my way. I'm going to be a success in life. I want a better job, and the only better job in this place is his job. I'm tired of living in a little hall bedroom and never having any money to enjoy myself. I want to be rich and happy. I'm not getting ahead fast enough in this place. I've got to get ahead. Why, no, sir, I, I like John all right. I, I think he's a fine young man. But I could do his work better than he can. I, I told you I'd work and study and try to be useful to you, sir. I'm only being useful when I say... John isn't doing his work as efficiently as he should. Fine. Thank you, sir. I'm sure you know I'm thinking only of the business. After all, I have worked hard in your behalf, sir. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that 
which is planted. Gentlemen of the Board of Directors, I am humbly grateful for this high honor you have bestowed on me. When I first came to this wonderful organization as a seeker after employment, I said to myself, the highest honor I could ever hope to attain is to be a hard-working member of that great, happy family. For that, that is how I think of this great organization of which I am now humbly happy to be the president. A time to kill. No, Marilyn, there's no way out. I've tried so hard. I know. I give you credit for that, Marilyn, but it won't work. I'm not being tough about it, my dear, but it just has to happen this way. When did you stop loving me? My dear, don't ask such silly questions. Tell me when. I said don't be silly, please. Don't be dramatic, my dear. I've given you... I know. The best years of your life. Really. I loved you so very much. I wasn't... I mean, you shouldn't have left me, Marilyn. I, I know I'm not the glamorous type, and... I know. Well, it's all over now, Marilyn. Must it be all over? Clifford. I've been over all that before, my dear. Now, if you don't mind. When did you stop loving me? I told you not to ask that. I've got to look. Please. I got a new dress. A new dress isn't enough. I'm sorry, Marilyn. You've got to remember my position. I loved you. I'm sorry. Now, let's not get emotional, shall we, please? For my sake? When did you stop loving me? Why, if you must know, Marilyn, I never loved you at all. A time to kill and a time to heal. No, it's only tax money. I pay Marilyn a very substantial sum of money each month. I don't know what else she needs to keep her happy. I think I've been very generous with Marilyn. She has the house, the money. What more does she want? Let's not worry about Marilyn. She's all right. A time to break down. I don't care what you do, Edgar. It makes no difference at all to me. I've got to get out. No, you, you don't really have to get out, Edgar. You still have some stock in the business. Some stock? Well, I said some. But you have most of it. Certainly I have most of it, Edgar. Certainly I have. When you made me president of the company, I made up my mind that by hook or oh, by I crook, hope. I was going to get a controlling interest in the company. Now I have it, and that's all. I founded this company 45 years ago. And you can have a job with it as long as you live, Edgar. That I promise you. I remember you when you first came to me. You said you'd start at the bottom and work your way up. That I did, Edgar. You said you were industrious. Haven't I been industrious, Edgar? Honest and conscientious. (laughs) And today you sit in my chair in my office and you tell me that there'll always be a job for me in my own company. And that I mean, Edgar. There'll be a job for you in this company just as long as you live. A time to break down and a time to build up. Well, no, Mr. Treadwell, I don't have a controlling interest in the business anymore. No. Yes, yes, oh, I look on the company of today with some pride, of course, but it isn't like the old days when I was... I beg your pardon. Oh, yes, 
Yes, we have branches all over the world now. Under the new management, we've expanded amazingly. Yes, indeed, I'd be very glad to see you, but I think that you should see the chairman of our board of directors. Uh, he's a very remarkable man. Uh, he's personally responsible for the expansion of the company. No, 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 I haven't retired. I'm still with the company. As I said, I don't have a controlling interest anymore, but you can't miss me when you call. I'm in charge of the reception desk, just as you come in the front door. A time to weep. I'm very, very sorry. Really, I'm all broken up. Yes, it's been years since I've seen Marilyn, but I was very fond of her. Deeply desolated to hear of her death. Yes, we were separated several years ago. A matter of incompatibility, I suppose you'd say. But I've always maintained a high regard for her. I'm very sorry she died. Miss Iverson, have some flowers sent to this address. Oh, about $20 worth, will you? Some funeral parlor uptown. Thanks. A time to weep and a time to laugh. And, Miss Iverson, you won't have to send any more of those checks. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's over with at last. <laughs> A time to mourn. That? Right, it's a morning band. Don't you know what a morning band is? Well, I used to be when somebody died, everybody wore black clothes, see? Old custom. Nowadays, you just get a piece of black cloth and have your tailor sewed on the sleeve of your coat. <laughs> I got a fine tailor. What's that fellow playing piano for? Are you going to sing? Oh, let's play, huh? It's fine. Play sad music for me. Oh, I'm in mourning, see? My wife died. Oh, we'd separated, but she died. Yeah, I want to screw with just a little dumpy kind of country girl. Nothing special. She died. Listen, little kid. Yeah, bad. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Well, you ain't gonna sing that dance You don't understand. I understand, all right, Edgar. You and your friends have connived and plotted. I work behind my back. You haven't been watching the business, you know. I thought I was surrounded by loyal co-workers. You weren't very loyal to me when you took the company away from me behind my back, were you? That's an entirely different situation, Edgar. You know that. It was behind my back. You can't accuse me of dishonesty. I didn't. Well. If you hadn't been spending so much time... Don't you say a word about my fiance. I had no intention of speaking of her. But you know you haven't been paying much attention to the business. All right. I don't want to talk about it. Well, now listen to me. We're perfectly willing to have you stay on as general manager at a salary. <laughs> a very generous salary because we know your ability. But as to control... I don't want any part of it. You about smarter be this time and I'm leaving. I built this place up from... I had a part in that too, you must remember. Well, I don't want any more of it. I'm through. 
I'm getting out. Do you understand? A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. Why, of course, I'm glad to see you at any time. I've come back with my hat in my hand, Edgar. Uh, Mr. Harrison. I don't mean to rub it in, of course, but you understand, don't you? Yes, sir. Now, what was it you uh, wanted? Will you give me your job? Why, uh... Uh, I've learned my lesson, Edgar, uh, Mr. Harrison. Good. Uh, Have you got anything for me? Uh, I've got to get another start, Mr. Yes, of course. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. You were a very valuable man to us once, my boy. I need a job awfully bad. I've been around everywhere, and I... I'm afraid your old job is filled. I know. And we have a very good sales manager. Anything I do. I'll tell you what I'll do. If you wanted to go out on the road for us... Yes, of course. Anything. On commission, of course. Hello, Julia. You know who this is, Julia? (laughs) That's right. Yes, I know it's been a long time. Yeah, sure. Well, I've had a rough time, Julia. That's why I haven't called you anything, you see. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, I got a new... uh, I made a new connection today. Yes, the old company, they finally came around after me. (laughs) You know. (laughs) What? Well, I was wondering, I, I've got to go out, out of town tonight, and I I thought maybe we could have dinner together. And What? Oh, uh, well, I drew my expense money, and I... Uh, h- how about it? A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. Oh, I'm sorry, too. Well, uh, uh, that's too bad you couldn't break it. Well, all right, but I wish you could. Well, when I come back, then. Yeah, about two months, I'm afraid. Oh, two months ago, by awfully fast, though. Yeah, sure. Yes, of course. All right, Julia, I'll call you. Well. So, if you just sign the order blank right here. That's right, this line, yeah, thank you very much indeed. We're always grateful for business, and I'll personally see the deliveries made within ten days. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you very much indeed. I'll wire the office tonight and get things started right away, Mr. Jacobson. Yes, thanks a lot, Mr. Jacobson. Uh, good day, sir. Oh, if you'll have someone give me a certified check, sir. Oh, good. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, uh, goodbye, Mr. Jacobson. <sighs> Jacobson. I beg your pardon? I mean, what? Canceling. Oh, no, Mr. Jacobson. Why? Oh. Oh, but Mr. Jacobson, I... Well, that was my first... I beg pardon? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, of course, I understand. Uh, Yes, of course. Well, I'm sorry, too, Mr. Jacobson. What's that? Uh, uh, Yes, sir. 
Oh, of course. Uh, I haven't mailed the check back to the factory. Uh, I'll put it in the mail to you right away. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Goodbye. Hello. Hello? Hello, Julia. Yes, it's me. Julia, what are you doing? I mean now. Julia, listen to me. You love me, Julia? Depends on what. <laughs> well, listen, I got an idea. Sure, I get ideas. What's this one? Well... Let's you and me get married. I have two got a cent. I got a lot of money. I've got a certified check for ten thousand dollars in my hand right now. Sure, it's mine. Sure, it's mine. I can afford to maintain you in the style you've been a. What? Well, I thought maybe we'd take a little honeymoon in Mexico, darling. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. You put on your pretty new suit. You got a pretty new suit, haven't you? And you get on an airplane and you fly out here, and I'll have a private plane all waiting for you. We'll fly down to Mexico. We'll get married. We'll have a honeymoon that... It's a deal? Okay, darling. I'll meet you at the airport. A time to speak and a time to cast away. Valentine. Grab your chips, darling. How much have we got left? Plenty. All right, then. I'm going to put it all on 13. No, now, wait. Ah, too late, darling. 13, 13. Oh, look what I won. You better save some off now, Julia. Don't be so stingy. You said we got lots left. Oh, yes, but... Oh, no, I'm shot with luck this time, darling. An even number this time. Uh, four. Four, four. I wish you wouldn't put it... Oh, be still. Oh, 13, ah. Uh... Well, give me some more money. Give me some more money, darling. There. There isn't any more money. A time to win. Why? Why? Why did I do it? Because you're a fool, darling. Because you're a simple-minded, utter, absolute fool, that's why. I was getting a good start again. I let this thing go to my head and I... Made a fool of yourself. And you made a fool of me. I'm sorry, Judy. I'm so sorry. I married you thinking that you... Oh, you other stupid fool. I love you, Julia. Ah, oh, stop talking about love, you, you thief. I did it for you. And look what you did. Why couldn't you be... Oh, there's no use talking to you. You ought to be put in jail. Well, they can't get me out of here, that's one thing. They don't know where I am. Oh, but if I hadn't let you play... Dragging me down here to this godforsaken place and then making a fool of me. Not wanting me to have a little fun. Oh, what you've done to me, I'll never... What am I going to do, Julia? What am I going to do? Well, is there any kind of man at all you'll go back? I'll never go back. A time to rend and a time to sow. I'm sorry to see you here. No, really, I am. It was very good of you to come way up here to see me, Edgar. I don't have to... Call you Mr. Harrison here, do I No, no, of course not. I'm sorry. I haven't got any name here either, Edgar. Just number 11630. I really am sorry. 
speech. There was there was nothing I could do, you know. Would you have done anything if you could, Edgar? I, I don't know, my boy. You're still after all. I know. Man, I'm paying for it. Are you being treated all right? Oh, yes. I've learned to sew jute bags. I'm very good jute sewer, Edgar. I, I didn't know what jute was before they sent me here. I know now. Look at my fingers. Oh, I... I'm so sorry. Well, it's only another five years, another five billion suit bags to sew, that's all. Is there anything you want? I want to get out. That's what we all want. I know. I lie on my bunk at night and think if, if there wasn't just some way I could undo what I did all my life. There isn't. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Will you go away, please? Who are you? I'm his wife. Oh, goodbye, my boy. Goodbye, Edgar. Well... Sportsman, a big shot, the money man. A thief. You can sit there like a dummy. Why don't you say something? You know what I've been doing? I've been working. I'm a convict's wife. I have to work. Not a single one of my friends will speak to me. I don't dare to be seen in public. You know what you've done to me? You, you convict? You ruined my life. You're the man I thought I loved. You know why I came up here? Do you know why? A time to keep silence and a time to speak. Why, I thought at first you came to see me because you love me, Julia. A time to love. Four years and seven months. Five years and five precious months off for good behavior. Four years and seven months, Warden. Four years and seven months, Chicago Red. Four years and seven months, all you tall men with the rifles and the blue suits. Thank you, Warden. I've learned my lesson at such long last. Thank you, Society. I paid my debt to you. Thank you, high stone walls and iron gates. Thank you. And goodbye. And thank you, dear Julia, for remembering me just once in a while, the fruit of Christmas time, with the apples and the oranges all neatly sliced in half to show there wasn't a little pile stuck into them. And thank you, Edgar, for the messages and the visits that were so far apart and that I waited for so eagerly. I thought you were an old man, Edgar. But I remember now you were only a few years older than I am. I suppose the business has been going better and better while I've been behind the high walls. And I suppose that's why you look so much happier and so much younger. Or maybe it's only because I've been so unhappy and because I've been growing older so fast, so fast behind the high stone walls. And now, thank you for closing the gate behind me. And the air is so fine and so fresh. And I'm so happy, Edgar. Aren't you happy? I'm very glad you're out now, son. I wanted to be the first to shake your hand. You've been a good friend, Edgar. No, no, it's, it's not that. I'm sorry for what's happened to you. That's enough. Have you decided what you're going to do now? All I know is I want to see Julia. Do you think that would be wise? That's all I thought about all those years back there, Edgar. Julia sent me packages once in a while, you know, even if she didn't write. Maybe... Maybe what? 
Maybe she... She doesn't hate me. Son, you've been through a lot. Yes, I have. And what, um, What if you don't find Julia? I'll find her. What if you don't? Why, I... I hadn't thought of that. You've been away a long time. A long time. Why don't you go away from here and try to start all over again? Without Julia? Without Julia. No. No, I won't do that. It might be better that way, son. No. It might be the better way. It might be better not to want to see her. I don't know what you mean. Is she dead? No. Julia isn't dead. Well, I was afraid. Maybe she doesn't want to see you. Maybe she won't right at first, but but I'll tell her. I'll show her. She'll want to see me all right. She'll remember, and she'll love me. No. What? I said no. How do you know? How do you know, I said? I love. Because she married me, son. And a time to hate. Edgar. Edgar. Listen to me, Edgar. Open your eyes, Edgar, and look at me. I didn't mean... My hands are stronger than I thought, Edgar. I, I didn't mean to kill you, Edgar. I couldn't help it. But, but you're dead, Edgar. It was, it was her hands, Edgar. I, I swear she... Julia. Oh, Julia. Julia, I love... I hate you, Julia. Let me never see you again. Faithless, unspeakable. Honestly. Julia... Everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. Begin. No. I am afraid. You must begin. Today's Quiet Please story is A Time to Be Born and A Time to Die. It was written and directed by Willis Cooper, the man who spoke to you of Ernest Chapel. And Edgar Staley played Edgar. Marilyn was Joyce Gordon, and Julia was played by Helen Choate. The reader from the book of Ecclesiastes was Athena Lord. Music for Quiet Please is played by Albert Berman, and sound today was by William McClintock. Now for a word about next week, our writer-director, Willis Cooper. Thank you for listening to Quiet, please. Next week, a man returns from the grave where I buried him. Mr. Charles W. Afternoon, the man who knows everything, knew more than I did. And we'll hear from him again in the Venetian Blind Man. And so until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chapel. Now a listening reminder. For a glimpse under the veil that hides the future, for a commentary that is incisive and based on fact, listen this evening to Drew Pearson. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. This is WJZ, New York's first station, and WJZ-FM. 
Create history with every stride at the LNT Sea Bridge Marathon. A unique opportunity for runners to conquer a course over the sea at the LNT Sea Bridge Marathon. A breathtaking 42-kilometer route on India's longest sea bridge. The Atal Bihari Vajpayee, Siri Nava Sheva Atal Setu on 18th February LNT Sea Bridge Marathon in association with MMRDA and the Times of India. Medical partner, Zainova Shalbi Multi-Specialty Hospital. Protein partner, Way 91.